0: You're clapping too. I hurt my knuckle by punching a chair yesterday, oh and God. now clapping is very painful for me.
1: <laughs> right? We'll do like I don't know. You can do a little click or something. Like whatever, whatever <laughs> I'll, works I'll for you. i get the clap. Podcasting injuries, man. Uh, it's a wild world out there. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of 10,000 Posts. It's the show about how everything is posting. Uh, my name is Hussain. You can follow me at hkizvani on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, do both, but don't be weird on either one, please.
2: My name is Phoebe. You can uh, request to follow my Twitter at prhroy, or you can follow me on Instagram at Phoebe underscore Rosa underscore holly.
1: Uh, and just before we get started, we just want to say thank you for subscribing to our show so, and listening to this episode. Uh, all your support goes into helping us, uh, yeah, helping us run the show and helping us uh, do all the kind of cool and fun things that we are very, very privileged in doing. So we really appreciate that. Um, this week, we are joined by a friend of the show, very good friend of the show. Uh, we learn a lot about, like, mostly about Smokey the Bear. Um whenever whenever he comes on. Uh we are joined by uh, our friend Alex Batak to interrogate him about his life in posting. Uh Alex, how's it going?
0: What's up, y'all? Let's talk posts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did want to like ask off the offset because everyone's talking about cocaine bear. Um everyone. Everyone is talking about cocaine bear, at least on my timeline. And I don't know how I feel about cocaine bear. And I think the first question I had. When when the cocaine bear trailer dropped was like is the cocaine bear Smokey the bear that just is hot is like took a lot of cocaine
2: cokey the bear. Right. Bear.
0: Can you explain to me what cocaine bear is? It's something I've only seen peripherally, and the word over and over again. Where I thought it was kind of like a meme. I didn't realize it was a movie. Yeah, no, <laughs> I thought
1: cocaine bear was a meme too, but it's, uh, it, it is. It is a movie. It is. It seems to be like an indie movie or like or an independently made film. And the premise of it is uh, somewhere in the woods. Uh, or there, there was like a big cocaine. A, a plane carrying a lot of cocaine crashed and dropped a load of cocaine in the forest, and a bear. Ate all the cocaine and it's so high that it's just going around killing people and so the whole film is trying to stop the cocaine bear
3: Hi it's Devon the editor so cocaine bear is based on a true story in the same way that any of these based on a true story films are in that something happened at one point and they have extrapolated wildly but what happened was in November of 1985 uh, a hunter discovered a dead 175 pound black bear in looking at this word and i'm gonna go with chattahoochee i'm not looking up uh national forest which uh right by a duffel bag with uh, contained about 35 kilos of cocaine which had fallen out of a a crashing plane uh, a few months earlier in september uh the animal had eaten all of this and overdosed on the cocaine and died uh, upon examination of the body, a medical examiner is quoted as saying that the stomach was packed to the brim uh, with cocaine. Um, And I'm aware of this due to a a meme that was just like for probably for about five minutes this was the apex predator of Earth. Um, (laughs) And they've decided to make a movie about what might have happened during the period between eating 70 pounds of cocaine um, and the inevitable heart attack that occurred. <laughs> anyway, back to the episode.
0: That's not what you want, is it? Now, uh, <laughs> if, if listeners haven't heard one of my episodes before, I am the resident expert on bears, as I do live in New York City. And <laughs> the primary thing you have to know about bears and the ursine subject at large is you cannot give them uppers. Um, mm. they are of a natural disposition to tear, to crush, to you, yeah. render on And so giving them kind of a, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street zest to them is just going to establish them in the pattern of yeah. making business and business to a bear is murder Hussein.
2: Mm. Mm. also uh, so I, like you give yeah, you give a bear a lot of cocaine um then how do you know that it's not going to corner you at a house party and start talking to you about its mental health
1: <laughs> you don't
4: you don't you just we'll try don't. yeah
1: you don't we'll try to force yeah or we'll try to force you to listen to like their really good like uh berlin technomex we're, we're not talking about anyone in particular here. That's, that's
2: not directed at anyone <laughs>
1: No, it's not. No I, I, no, I know what you mean. But no, it was not. It was genuinely not directed at anyone. It was just like a general thing of like people that or at least an experience that I had when I went to a party and ended up speaking to someone who I realized much sooner after uh,
0: had a lot of cocaine. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's not a statement different... about anyone so much as generally about bears,
4: <laughs> but
0: they should make a disclaimer at the top of the film, like in Jackass, where they're like, do not try this at home yeah. do not replicate like- the cocaine bear experience
1: i feel like they might have to um maybe we'll like review cocaine bear at some point i i did just find out now um because i'm the last one to have like to like remember this that this was apparently based on a true story uh mm. in which a bear um ate 70 pounds of cocaine um and uh i feel like i think at some point in the story they had to call in the military to try to stop it so the, I,
2: I don't think that's they, true at all. I not think real. I think the original story <laughs> is that this, this bear ingested a huge amount of cocaine and then died. I think that's the
0: really story. That's okay, more like, likely to me. Yeah, I don't okay. think they, they Maybe sent. Maybe I'm in, reading. They
2: sent in the national guard to deal with the cocaine bear, which, which I, just it just sounds like a it just sounds like a, a new a new queer subculture to me. That's what that sounds like <laughs> to me.
1: <laughs> well, in that case, look, we're looking forward to watching Smoky the Bear. Not smoking the Bear, the Cocaine Bear. Cokie the cocaine the Bear. bear. Why did the they bear? call
2: it Cokie the Bear? It's right there.
1: This is why you have to, like, work in films. Uh, so that you can, uh, yeah. I, and I don't know. I also feel that after the spiritual experience that will be Avatar, The Way of Water, I do feel like we'll need to, like... A collective come down as a culture, and I think Cocaine Bear will be like a good way of doing that. Okay. So, so,
2: by the way, that is uh that is your uh, one mention of Avatar Shape, uh Flow of Water or whatever it's called. uh, Fifteen days, fifteen days that you are allowed. (laughs) That's what that's what it's called. It's called Avatar Shape of Water. I'm refusing to correct this. You are allowed. (laughs) Avatar Three
0: Billboards Over Ebbing, Missouri. (laughs)
2: You are allowed one mention. (laughs) One mention of fortnight, and that's and that's that was that was that was your mention. So I it
1: is it is out in a fortnight. Um, No, you're allowed
2: per fortnight. You're allowed one mention on mic of this of this film. Um, and so you've used you've you've used it up. I hope you enjoyed using it up because you're not allowed to say it again.
1: I will because the next time I'm allowed to mention it, I will literally just talk about the film, the three and a half hour film. So, very much like a, an own on your part. Um, so, I would say, well done to you because uh, you're going to learn a lot about the Avatar universe uh, in uh. two weeks' time. Um, but no, I, uh, so we invited Alex on to talk about his posting life, and I'm very excited to hear about it. But first, um we do have to talk about a post that showed up on all of our timelines. Um now look, we have spoken about Elon posts, I think much more than we would have liked to because he keeps putting out weird ones. Um and we're not going to cover everything he does because I don't hate myself that much. Um but I did feel like this one did warrant some conversation because it is just a very weird one. Um This is, uh, Elon Musk posts, uh, on the 28th of November. Uh, so just a few days ago, uh, my bedside table and on his bedside table is seemingly like a replica of a, uh, civil war gun. I'm not really sure what it is. There's another war revolutionary war. Sorry, flintlock
0: pistol, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Wow. Well, look at uh, guns McGee over here. Um, uh, the, I live in a, New
0: York City, capital of bears and guns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, because you're so good at identifying guns, you can also identify the other one. Because I have no, this apparently is like a gun from like a video game or a sci fi series, and I don't know what it is. But it was, it's not a real gun. Like, it doesn't have like a trigger or anything. This is literally just a replica gun that he has
0: on his bedside table for some reason. Yeah, that um, one's a toy. The flintlock is for safety.
1: Right. Okay. I mean, my thing is like, if if you have to like, if, you're, if you have to wake up in the middle of the night because an intruder is there and you want to shoot them, like, I would personally have the gun that works closer to me mm. rather than well, the toy.
0: This separates the difference between your average earner and the billionaire mindset because <laughs> the educated mind understands what good is a gun going to do when you can uh, affix your tri-pointed bayonet causing three-sided uh wounds in your opponent that are impossible to suture and so that's where the flintlock comes in
2: Mm -hmm. this is actually this is actually true the 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 three-sided um three-sided blade is uh creates a wound that doesn't heal up
0: isn't Mm. that like most goth thing you've ever heard i just heard that (laughs) last week for the first time it's really upsetting to think about
2: what the 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 triangular wound
0: yeah, getting a big triangle punched in you?
2: Yeah, it's not... Could you like, imagine? It's, no, I I'd, I'd really would not care for that at all. Mm. I it's mean, the real no, triangle I'd... of sadness. It's... <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's... <laughs> I haven't seen this. You made,
1: made a horse <laughs> noise when you said that. <laughs> yeah, that's I did. Right. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the, I assume that's like the noise you write out on your letterbox account when you don't like a film.
2: I don't have a letterbox account.
1: Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'll do it on your behalf.
2: Do it on my behalf. I haven't even behalf. seen the film. So. You know what? I think we should do an episode on Letterboxd. That's my yeah, opinion. Yeah, we should. Did we
0: say what the post is? Or did we yeah, just start well... describing guns? Well, no, I, I started describing it
2: because <laughs> you
0: identified the
1: first gun and I wanted to identify the other. But before we get on to like, the main bit of this post, I would like to talk about Phoebe. You were going to say something.
2: Uh, no, I was just going to say that what I liked about what I like about the uh, bedside table post is, I think it's really interesting for him to uh, advertise to so many people that he basically has fuck all in the in the way of home security. Um, I think that's pretty funny, pretty funny thing of him to do. But also, yeah. like, you know that you know that quote is it is it Andy Warhol who said the thing about how why Coke is so is so brilliant and beautiful is because it doesn't... It's all, the, it's all the same, like, regardless of who is drinking it. Like, the richest um, person in the world and the poorest person in the world is drinking the same can of Coke. Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know if that was Warhol. I think it might have been. I can't remember. Anyway... It sounds if, like some baddie if,
2: shit, it, he would say. It sounds like some kind of Warhol chat to me. Um, it sounds like the kind of thing he'd say. But what I th- what I think I like about it is, like, the four empty cans that like even though he is rich beyond all imagining and he's like an adult man he still Mm. lives like a kind of like a kind of disgusting slob with his like empty tins like if i have like more than one empty tin on my bedside table it's because i'm having a serious depressive episode that's what that is like you don't even have the energy to pick up your, your your Empty tin and chuck it yeah. in the bin. Like, well, why, why yeah. are there so many of them? Well, here, well, yeah,
0: walking right into the main uh, pattern of Elon Musk, which is his severe depression and loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> is there's no one around to clean up the cans, and he is so sad he spent ten billion dollars on Twitter.
2: Yeah. yeah, because
1: he wants, because well, he wants to literally buy friends. That's uh, why and all he of those keeps having
2: children because they're like friends who are related to him he just needs to keep keep producing more friends and then maybe one of them Mm. will come and throw his empty coke cans away
1: so yeah i was going to say that i just for people who haven't seen this photo or just don't remember it like there are four coke and open coke cans uh on this bedside table um now, before like I speculate as to the Coke cans, uh, I do want to emphasize that these are not your sort of like hot girl Diet Coke cans uh, that would make him slightly cooler. What's these the hot girl
2: Diet Coke? Can?
1: The standard it one, the silver, so hot. the, the, the oh, silver sil- Diet Coke. <laughs> the, the, the silver, the silver Diet Coke is like that's the hot girl one, right? Like you Agreed. have that, you have that with like a cigarette and like you know all that type of stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah. I As mean, a hot girl myself. I'm always exactly. slamming I'm, I'm, these yeah, cans.
1: But it's like, you know, you kind of, that's like the one that people generally drink and like you see it on Instagram and all that stuff. This is all based on just me like lurking on Instagram. Um, but what I haven't seen are the caffeine free diet cokes. And look, I don't understand why you would drink a diet coke that was caffeine free. Um, this is the thing that doesn't really make sense to me. Like, I understand if you have sugar free coke. I understand if you have caffeine- free coke, but this is caffeine- free diet Coke. I don't understand this choice. It makes it makes me confused and it also makes me very upset
0: mm, yeah, it is it's the kind of coke you have to have when your sleep is not guaranteed and when you are worried <laughs> about your sleep patterns, which is something Elon's really clocked mm. into. now to uh, return to something we were discussing earlier um, We should read the post, but I do know what the other gun is.
1: Oh, okay. What's the the other gun?
0: Because I was talking about this on my Dragon Ball Z podcast, as one does. As one goes (laughs) over Elon Musk's regular (laughs) posts on their Dragon Ball Z podcast. And uh, somebody chimed in to let me know that it is a replica of the Deus Ex Magnum. Right. From uh, Uh, the reboot one that they did a few years ago. Okay, but I just want to clarify,
1: this is a gun that is a toy. Like, it doesn't work.
0: It does. Well, the thing is, I'm so dumb, I was like, wow, and he has a really good gun, and then a flintlock replica. <laughs> but no, it is very much a Toys R Us replica of a cool, <laughs> heavy iron gun, and certainly won't hurt anybody. Yeah. Not, if you robbed me with that, I would be terrified of, of being shot with it. But, because it looks like it shoots, like, two-inch-tall bullets. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Well, would you like to? Would you like to know what people from uh, the QAnon plus Illuminati Telegram think of it?
0: I would. Very I would much like to think. know about that. Yes. Okay.
2: Hang on. Okay. So here are the comms. <clears throat> so the little, the little, he has a little portrait, um, a little kind of framed portrait, uh, which is crossing the Del- the crossing, which is a image of uh, crossing the Delaware, apparently. Um, okay, so the guns are supposed to indicate uh Hollywood paedophiles are doomed and uh will find themselves at gunpoint. Uh so it's gonna be a next American revolution. Now turning the tide. They don't have any comment on the ugly lamp or that um or that weird little <laughs> like I don't know what it is. It's like a kind of two brass crowns like fused together it looks like a kind of it's it look- a
0: talisman
2: it's a talisman yeah. isn't it it's an amulet of some description it's, it's supposed
1: to be like a buddhist it's supposed to sort of be like a buddhist like talisman but it's also like one of those things where i imagine you would sort of buy it from one of those sort of like spirituality stores okay uh, yes where so they kind a- of sell incense and stuff
2: okay so there's that and to my to my mind the the funniest uh the, the funniest confusion they just ignore that they ignore the little buddhist talisman and they ignore the empty cans of cans of uh cans of coke um but they're interested <sighs> in the they're interested in the water bottle um they don't know what it means they don't know what the water bottle means <laughs> and so they have just put um water bottle comes unknown potentially referencing 45 are you ready so okay. i think that clears every- i think that clears everything up to me, that does anyway. It feels like if I you're would,
1: gonna, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, if, it feels like if you're going to signal a message to someone like cryptically via like a assemblage of objects, you can't just say that like, oh yeah, this kind of big thing that takes up most of the picture actually means nothing. Mm. Like, I don't. I feel like I feel like that's a little bit selective,
4: mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah,
0: I was going to say I would love to take a picture just on like a fun picnic outing with any of these QAnon posters and have to carefully align all of the objects so that they match their metaphor before we start. Because <laughs> you can't ever just have half a water bottle. It has to represent the return of Donald Trump. Yeah. That's um, right. Going back to the other things on the table, the... Talisman, empty Coke bottles, and multiple toy guns really are like the three Pokemon of severe depression. <laughs>
4: In yeah.
2: terms of
0: like trying all of the flavors to turn this frown upside down. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. A little bit. Like you've like you've you literally you've tried ev- everything. You kind of run aground on the on the rocks of uh, of kind of therapy and antidepressants, and at this point, just anything anything goes. It just, I need a I breath, know, yeah. it just kind of, yeah, it, it kind of just feels. I think you're right.
1: Like it's, it's very, it's very sort of like boyish. It's very like guy who like, or like young guy who like gets moves into their apartment for the first time or like, you know, uh, kind of gets to be at home by himself for a few days. And it's like, yeah, I can like drink diet Coke and be in bed and play with my toy gun and all that stuff. Um, I'm also (laughs) like I'm also just sort of wondering (laughs)
0: who's
2: drinking diet coke in bed, other than the severely unhappy
0: caffeine-free diet cokes in bed while we play with our Deus Ex replica. (laughs) Is
2: he finishing off his fizzy drink and then getting up and brushing his teeth, or is he going to sleep without brushing his teeth?
1: This is what I was asking. Like, he's not. He's not brushing. Yeah, he's not brushing his teeth. He's not brushing. Um, What I was also going to say. Well, I I guess like one of the other questions I have is like has he finished those Diet Cokes or are they sort of like, are some of them flat? Some of them are a little bit fizzy. Like how long have they oh. sort of been just standing there for? I feel like this is also a really important
0: question that no one really asked him.
2: Do you think they're not all empty? I assume they're all empty. They look. No, That's I a think really so, I good observation.
0: Yeah. I think some are half. Like the thing is I, so I grew up in a, in a house with uh, no women in it and people just left <laughs> these fucking half full cans <laughs> out everywhere all the time. And my mom would pick them up and go, why are you opening new ones? This one's our fault
1: I wouldn't be surprised if Elon was the type of guy Who just liked the sort of like click of the can And like the first few sips of like a diet coke Which are like really good Uh, This is is, is
2: female coded behaviour There is nothing women like more than finishing a drink That's like it's It's our whole deal We love it Yeah why Whereas are you, like, as a man,
0: yeah. finishing your beverage?
2: Yeah, like <laughs> hoping to maybe maybe catch catch your reflection in the bottom of the can, like some kind of some kind of preening fancy boy. Is that why you're finishing your drink? Is it? Is it why?
1: So there we go. I feel like that's like sort of a good analysis for for Elon Post. Um, it is definitely something that I probably will keep coming back to. Oh maybe, my like, God, might be- Totally yeah in our sort of like roundup of like end of year posts uh this might i reckon this will probably make it so what i'd really like to do
2: in the future is um looking into like this kind of kind of posting and because i always think it's very like it's very hunter-gathery-ish and very kind of like almost like kind of creatures like they're kind of assembling their assembling their berries and their Uh, And they're kind of very rudimentary makeshift tools. And then they're like showing them to other creatures for, you know, for kind Mm. of social bonding. And I think it's very similar to the uh, to everyday carry posting, which I which I love. I am obsessed with everyday carry posting. Yeah. And and honestly, I don't think we've talked enough about the people in the mentions Taking pictures of their bedside tables and sending them to Elon all of them with this just incredible amount of like kind of uh, kind of precariously stacked artillery just on their, <laughs> <laughs> just on their bedside table and it's like what are you like yeah. come on like come on man what are you doing this is not a dignified way to keep your gun um mm. but yeah I think like I think this like desire to curate assemble and then show other people is I think a really really interesting primal desire and um something that came up because we were talking last week about pinterest and Mm -hmm. um a listener got in touch to say that they don't think pinterest counts as posting because there's no way of communicating with other users and i think that's a Mm. really and i think that's really interesting because i think that the idea that there has to be some kind of uh some kind of textual interplay between users um Mm. is a relatively recent posting development because if you are looking at someone else's scrapbooking like it's true you can't like i don't think you can re-pin can you re-pin on pinterest
1: uh i don't know i don't think so i mean like, you can like take no one people's knows pens and yeah no one, no, no, exactly. one really
2: knows. no one knows no one knows how it fucking works but i think it's still like it's still it's still posting it's still curation it's still yeah. assembling well, some assembling some kind of like external digital like Uh, sort of display of kind of what you are and who you are and what you're interested in to show to other people i think that's i think that's posting i don't think you have to be actively communicating with other posters to make it posting sure
0: when a bird makes a really shiny nest out of a a, amalgamation of forks that is posting
2: (laughs) that's right that is is right right. yeah
0: (laughs) I'd be very impressed by that but i was
1: also going to just say that i know when you were looking for a christmas present for your partner i was going to send you some everyday carry videos um not least because i also have an obsession with them um because like it'll start off really normal like yeah here's like a really nice wallet and here's like a notebook i have and then like midway through the video they'll just like bring out a massive gun um and they'll be like yeah i carry these like bullets with me uh, I also carry like a magazine in like, you know, my cargo trousers now. And I was going to say, maybe, maybe maybe he would like uh, some cargo trousers to uh, carry uh, some weapons in. Mm. Probably not, based on what I know about him. Probably won't, but you know, say, really. you know what you
2: should keep in your cargo shorts? You should keep like a handful of like berries. Yeah,
1: well, that's also what I was going to say. But, like, you know, uh, yeah, some berries, some nuts, some trail mix. Some, for- uh, some
2: forks for your nest. A little when I was young of sand.:
1: When I was younger and uh, cinemas were much more strict about what snacks, like if you were bringing snacks from outside, I did see someone who like did put like a bag of popcorn in the side pocket of their, uh, of their cargo shorts mm-hmm. um, and almost got away with it. Unfortunately, he did have to like uh, undo the velcro and put the popcorn in the bin and then buy some popcorn. But um, yeah, like uh, remember those days?
2: Yeah, yeah, I do. Very <laughs> No, I have anything <laughs> to add to that. I do. I used to. I used to wear. I used to wear these things that had gigantic pockets on my legs, and I kept all kinds of crap in there. I used to keep. <laughs> I used to keep CDs in like the in Pope like the CDs. leg pocket. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel what like we was need the to most yeah. you could put in a Walkman at any one time. Sorry. Did you ever have any multi changers like Walkman? Oh no 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 like, well, no no. That
2: was like that was elite tier. No 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 no. I had a one CD disc man that ran out of battery. The rest in like, goes in the
0: pocket. In like
2: an hour, the rest just went in mm. the pocket.
1: Well, that's why you need cargo trousers to then put need like cargo all your batteries, all, yeah. all, all, all your batteries in the other pocket, yeah, and you then you some berries inside as well. Because sure you don't put You put your CD. In.
2: You put your berries. You put your cigarettes. You're ready for a night out.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, maybe that. Maybe maybe get some cargo trousers. If someone wants to get me cargo trousers for Christmas, uh, let me know. I, I would I would be down for that. Um, only fans in bio.
4: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I feel
1: like okay. That's where we've gotten to. My OnlyFans for cargo trousers will be in the bio in the bio. Um, now look, we could talk about the Elon post for for a while, and there's definitely like some other bits that I would love to talk about if we had more time, but we don't because uh, uh, we have invited you. Uh, Alex, to come and talk about your poster's history. This is My Life in Posting. Uh, it's a show where we sort of talk, always like the episode where we kind of like talk to our favorite guests about growing up online and like their experiences with it. Um, Phoebe did a really good one uh, not that long ago and you should go check that out. Uh, and she started with this question that I thought would be really good to ask you uh, because we are actually police officers in this situation. Um, uh-huh. Alex, <laughs> has, your post, has your posting ever gotten you into trouble and how?
0: It has. I just want to say what a seamless transition this has been from the uh, cargo <laughs> trousers discussion to my previous posting history. Because when you when you told me I was coming on for this, I was thinking about like, what's the best tweet I've ever done? I don't think I'm like the best Twitterer. Um, I don't think sure. it's really my medium. I kind of have to be on there if I want to work in comedy. You know, I, I like try to post as much as I can. I don't have the true poster's heart the way I'm sure a lot of your guests do. But I was thinking about where I got my start posting. And I'm, I don't know if I'm maybe a little younger than some of your guests or just lived a more sheltered upbringing, but I really didn't get onto MySpace or any of those earlier platforms, uh, 2002, 2003. I didn't join any social media until 2006 where I joined Facebook. Mm-hmm. And Facebook lets you sort your posts by year now. I haven't been on since covid because it's a terrible place i hate going uh sure and i've sorted my posts into 2006 and the way people used to use the internet night and day difference from today it's really interesting Mm. do you remember um i don't know if you had facebook back then but um instead of like making a status update that people then comment on. Mm-hmm. It was much more common to go on other people's walls and leave messages.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, do I remember, remember that. This. I think yeah.
1: I, I think I joined in two thousand and seven. So I do remember that uh, a fair bit. And like I do remember some drama, at least on my side, that happened. So yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not really like a cohesive story that I'm witnessing right now. It's more of a beautiful pastiche of like fragments of ideas of conversations (laughs) that people are like. Like, I have a lot of posts that are just like, can you pick me up today uh, (laughs) to go to wrestling practice or something? And then I will just post, I posted uh, the word Mega Man, all caps, (laughs) (laughs) with a bunch of exclamations behind it. None of these have <laughs> likes. I don't know if there were
2: likes back then. None there weren't likes. Likes got introduced relatively late. So there is this kind of weird period where it looks like everything you had to say for yourself on Facebook was just being just posted out into into a kind mm. of uncaring void
0: Yeah, and um, it was really just a prompt to do some public creative writing, which is a dangerous thing to give children. (laughs) (laughs) Because I did a lot of these. They're they're all like very mid-aughts culture uh, uh, posts. They're a lot of like, uh, hope I don't run into some midgets with axes on the way home and stuff like that. (laughs) Um,
2: I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) uh,
0: This is a post from December 4th, 2006. I'm so uh, embarrassed to have found any of this, but every, I think <laughs> I'm not alone in this. I think everyone's posting history from this time period looks like this. Uh, on December 4th, 2006, I wrote Alex Patak, and then it used to say is, and then you would fill it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it says, on a quest to find and destroy the Dark Lord Banagoth, for tis <laughs> legend that Banagoth <laughs> will rule over the Seven <laughs> Kingdoms with an iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> And then the rest of this is conversations (laughs) with people. So, like, I knew everyone was seeing this. I wanted other people to see that I said that. (laughs) And then I'm just trying to, like, pick up this girl in my confirmation class in half of these. Yeah. And it is (laughs) staggered between the nonsense posts.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. I do remember I got-
0: her very suddenly losing interest in me, and I wonder if it was tied <laughs> to my behavior on Facebook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so good. Oh my god. Yeah, I sort of remember when I did like I I would find mine, but like I have not logged into Facebook for so long, but now whenever I try to log into it, um it is like it's it it can't it doesn't it's not enough to just verify me through like two factor authentication. They now to verify me, they want to send Uh, They were like, yeah, we can send two of your Facebook friends messages uh, just to confirm that it's you. And I'm just like, well, I don't know how many of my actual friends still use that website. But like Mm. the people on my Facebook are like people that I went to school with and like, you know, probably I haven't spoken to in like a good 10 to 15 years. Uh, like sources for like various journalistic stories who like have only known me in a very specific context. So the idea that like you kind of just see these is like, oh yeah, here is, here's a collection of like 1,500 of your closest friends and like two random ones have to verify you. That feels very kind of counterintuitive. Mm. Um, but what I was going to say was that like, I think my posting experience during that time is probably not that dissimilar. Um, I, there were definitely a lot of kind of, because I was um, transitioning from like the MySpace era to the Facebook era. And on my space, I was at least kind of like a wannabe suburban emo and you know, you sort of do like your emo kind of like, you know, steal things from fallout boy, like song statuses and everything. And I Mm -hmm. think I was in my, initially I was trying to do that when I first joined, but then, um, I went to, I went to like an all boys school, but in the sixth form, it kind of became mixed. So all of a sudden, like when I started sixth form in 2007, um, girls were there and I was like always like really aware that oh my god I can't like I can no longer do these like sort of soppy emo statuses I have to be really cool so I think like at that point I was then trying to sort of like overplay being like what I thought was being cool so a lot of my early statuses were just like huh homework rubbish huh or like probably something <laughs> along those lines question mark. <laughs> it is it is like or like oh I hate having to do English literature today uh, much would much rather be skateboarding. Bear in mind I didn't ever own a skateboard. <laughs> I never owned a skateboard. I didn't <laughs> do it. That doesn't
0: um, mean you wouldn't <laughs> rather be skateboarding I, though.
1: That's true. That's true. <laughs> also like I also if you live in the British suburbs, there is nowhere to skateboard because everywhere is, is roads, right? Or like really badly <laughs> like pavement. But, like so it's just it was like trying to project like this alternate version of me that lived in like suburban like who lived in like the suburbs of New Jersey uh and like wasn't an emo but I, I didn't like that's kind of where i was i vaguely remember
0: uh phoebe what were you i hate I, doing I, my <laughs> homework at my private school in california i go to <laughs> that's true
1: yeah that's true um yeah I, def, I definitely do think that it was probably influenced by a lot of the tv i was watching around about then and i oh, i can't really remember what it was but it was probably Did like you watch you know. the oc i mean yeah but that was like earlier wasn't it? O. C.
0: because
1: i was gonna say that like i was like a big oc head uh, but only in the sense of like not necessarily enjoying it, but using it as a like, oh, these people seem cool and I really want to be cool. So maybe I should act like them mm-hmm. um, or at least sort of say stuff that I think that they would say. But in reality, like the only kind of TV I was really into during that time was unfortunately, uh,
2: unfortunately, House MD. So then as now.
1: Oh, yes. So yeah, I know, that hasn't changed. hasn't changed It's an insane TV show. Phoebe, I was going to ask you, uh, <laughs> I don't know when you joined Facebook, but like, what were your early I'm just. Like?
0: Saying, I'm sorry, I have to interject with this. Can you imagine how cool House MD would be in high school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There'd be no competing with him. <laughs> no, he'd be, he'd, be a cool, he'd,
1: be, he'd be a cool guy. I'm sure he'd wear his leather jacket and uh, not iron his shirt and everyone would find him really attractive
0: take pills that's right well yeah that's the
1: other thing too it's just like oh he does drugs that's so cool um yeah oh that was like a very depressing time phoebe did you have a less depressing <laughs> time when you when you joined facebook
2: okay well okay so um because i'm i uh, guess i'm a little bit older than both uh, than both of you um when facebook came in for um for people that weren't at a kind of select number of universities like I knew about I knew about Facebook because um pals who were at Cambridge had it um and I remember there being a I remember there being a minor this is like honestly like I cannot tell you what extremes of loserdom this anecdote i'm about to tell you <laughs>
4: uh
2: <laughs> entails like i genuinely cannot tell you there was a there was a long-running beef between two people i knew um because there was um when facebook started this was before the wall and you just did it as a kind of well mm. actually you just did it like a kind of everyday carry post actually like it just wasn't it just wasn't like an it just wasn't an image, like what it asked you to do was it asked you to uh like come up with all of your favorite like books and t v shows and music and just kind of curate them and sort of present them in a kind of weird list. This was before it roll it got rolled out to the kind of the general population when it was just in universities. this is what it looked like um and this and these two lads that I know, one of them uh was an extremely uh, extremely pretentious uh, pretentious young man and he had this enormous paragraph of the music that he liked that literally <laughs> like nobody had nobody else had heard of and like at, and at the time i was very very much in my uh I was very deep into my extremely obnoxious ultra muso head era at that time. And even Mm -hmm. I was just like, I have not heard of half of these, half of these people. And so somebody else thought it'd be funny to make up a bunch of band names and put it on his facebook <laughs> which was just like it was just a just a little joke just a little bit of horseplay so rude! and the first guy got really exercised about it and challenged the second guy to a fight but because oh but because these were like pale spindly cambridge Boys, neither yeah. of them knew how to fight. Hey, Cambridge gentlemen. They were Cambridge gentlemen and neither, was a duel. <laughs> neither of them knew how to <laughs> neither of them knew how to fight. Um, or really how to like challenge anyone to a fight. So what yeah. happened You
0: have to was- remove your glove. <laughs>
2: you have to remove the glove. <laughs> yeah. Whip the other guy around the face with it, and uh, yeah. and so the second guy was like, "Oh, what? Well, he wants to fight me, does he? Okay." And then deletes it all, and then just comes up with another bunch of fake band names. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's actually really good, I, which I was actually pretty that. funny.
2: It was a pretty, like, it was a pretty, yeah. it was a pretty good troll, but only like it was only so particularly good because of how what an incredible effect it had yeah. um, on the first guy. But when it kind of got expanded out to, to Gen Pop, if you like, uh, because apart, like, unless you were like a kind of live journal person or a forum person, which like I hmm. wasn't because I was too busy being cool and watching the OC um yeah and skateboarding (laughs) and skateboarding um which is we all decided is cool which is we all decided is cool actually one of my friends one of my friends from school um was really like was not so keen on skateboarding but she did like skateboarders um and so she bought (laughs) so she bought a skateboard and would make me like go with her to like the south bank with her holding her skateboard to like talk to like talk to the boys it was literally the most boring way possible of spending a saturday afternoon did it work of course it worked what do you think what do you think (laughs) teenage boys are like they're not very smart let's be honest the fact that we were girls that was enough like we could have been like that would have
1: been enough
0: we could have been been been, like
2: kind of like kind of oozing like swamp creatures and they would just still been like girls yeah so yeah, and so, you're
0: holding a board.
2: And you're holding my favorite talisman. Can you stand on the board? Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, yeah. that's a talisman against depression.
0: Yeah, back to the Elon <laughs> Musk thing. It's yeah. oh, a, a board. My
2: special board. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um So when, um, so when, like, social media started, like, because, like, definitely there was like, I, I definitely like knew of like live journal people. They were definitely a thing, and I had a live journal for um two days because (laughs) I um didn't I didn't work out that other people could see it and I um included uh some quite violent imagery about somebody on my course that I didn't like and I forgot to lock oh, the no. post to lock the post. Um and he found out about it and got very upset. Um
0: anyway, uh- here's a drawing of me murdering you. I hope that's not <laughs> a problem not too weird internet. or a
2: problem with problem for you. <laughs> to be fair. That's okay today you would
0: like get a visit from the police. <laughs> to be
2: fair, this 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 beef was entirely his fault. He started it. It was not my fault. I like he might have started started that beef I squashed it. That's what happened there. Um but Straight yeah, up. so and then I just thought, like, actually, like, what am I doing? Like, if I wanna write a journal, then I'll just write a journal. I don't really see what other people being able to read it is adding to the journaling experience. This feels like a this feels like a hassle. Um and as I I think I said on the episode that we recorded with with uh Hing, my only real um my only real kind of forays into kind of message boards and forums was I was on a couple of like music message boards, um, one of which I got um, banned from for sending something weird to the moderator. Um,
0: How many times have you been banned, Phoebe? What,
2: from a forum? Hmm. Only once. This is <laughs> yeah. the only time I've ever been banned from okay. a message board. And it was because I got this like, what actually weirdly, probably a little bit kind of cue adjacent obsession with a particular album Hmm. and i decided that there was this whole kind of narrative superstructure and i thought the moderator might want to see what i'd come up with because they were like a super fan they were much worse than me they would like they would follow this band literally all around the world so i thought they would be interested in reading (laughs) the contents of my you know i thought it was like kind of group therapy situation they were not as it turned out or rather they politely ignored it, and then I sent a follow up saying, "Like, have you seen this yet? What do you think?" And then they banned me from the message board. Which no, is do completely- you think they saw you? <laughs>
1: well, I mean, do, do you think they saw you as like a challenge, like potentially? They, they we're were sort of the and yeah, yeah and, when, and and when you sort of present a theory that they hadn't thought about, they sort yeah, of see exactly. you as like a yeah, threat. Yeah,
2: exactly. She was jealous. That's what it was. She was jealous. So apart from like the apart from like those. Oh yeah, and also the story that I told on. Uh, <laughs> on uh, the hang episode uh, i got into a fight uh, with somebody on a on a, on a Fraser forum um what to this. Okay, wh- actually i About have what actually i have got into two separate fights on a Frasier oh forum God. um
0: Caught the niles in the <laughs> chat
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i um what? yeah i can't remember in detail what the fight was about but what i do remember is not fully appreciating that the person i was fighting with was um in the states so i thought i'd really like delivered a slam dunk on them i thought i'd really like kind of yeah that'll fucking show you because they didn't answer and then i went to bed and when i checked the next day they answered because of the Time difference um five hour delay yeah exactly so that was so that was like my kind of so up until then like this was like that was what i thought social media was it was like as far as i was concerned it was a kind of horrible horrible landscape where you got into fights with people and people made slightly inaccurate um observations about your favorite bands that's what that's what <laughs> that was for so when like facebook happened and this is everybody in my generation as well nobody thought about carefully about like what of their data they were just shucking towards um towards corporations nobody thought about what sort of thing they should be keeping to themselves nobody nobody like considered maybe i should you know not have drama on on facebook or whatever and like honestly We weren't even teenagers. We didn't even have that excuse. Um, We weren't like kind of full grown adults. We were like baby adults. But like I had like, or rather I didn't, it wasn't my choice to have this breakup on Facebook. It was not, or rather (laughs) the breakup was happening off Facebook obviously, but it was not my choice to have a kind of slanging match on the subject of the the breakup on Facebook. Um, But uh, the young man in question decided that uh, we were definitely we definitely were going to be doing that, and that kind of kicked off. Very common. That kicked off a little bit, but I think if I like because I don't have Facebook anymore, I deleted it. But I think if I went back into my old post it would just be like really embarrassing stuff, like really like kind, real kind of two thousand eight like internet speak, like um like talking to, talk- to interwebs lots of stuff about how much i liked marina hyde that kind of i used that to say that on the internet
0: and out loud
2: yeah well I that's how say you like, say it
0: uh, internet
2: to inter- Two people to, to interwebs yeah exactly
0: that those aren't the words yeah we all know that's not how you say the words
2: yeah. <laughs> but we're still but we still went ahead and did it let so m- that was my facebook presence
0: let me ask this to the room. Has anybody gone through a phase of posting lyrics?
2: Oh yeah. I think I that's think... what I think that was on MySpace that I posted lyrics. Like actually. taking
0: a song lyrics yes, and being yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. This is what I'm this is what I'm about today. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that
1: was like my whole like MSN Messenger era, right? Um and uh yeah later like the myspace era and everything although like one one thing i do want to like bear in mind now is that i think i was trying very hard to sort of be part of like an emo subculture that was you know kind of exists in every suburb but i didn't actually like most of the music so i wouldn't necessarily listen to the music i would find the lyrics on google and choose the ones choose like the lines that i felt were sort of the most profound so i think a lot of my sort of uh a lot of a lot of my uh the lyrics that i copy pasted which were from bands like i don't know there was like a band called the Treyu, which was like mostly sort of it was like oh all oh my screamo. god i
2: remember it was all tray. yeah it was all, I, I think
1: i think it was it was all screamer and i've only listened to one song and i hated it i hated <laughs> it so much but again there was this girl that like was really only sort of said she was really into it and i was like oh like yeah like I need something to tell her. that I listen to when I skateboard. So
2: Hang on. So you liked the emo lifestyle, but you didn't like any of the actual kind of material. I, no, I like I like
1: I like the sort of poppy emo, but apparently okay, if, but like, that wasn't cool but Yeah, that's that's like too mainstream. So, so I you, had to like try find these obscure bands, but I didn't really like very much. So you but pretended so metaphorically.
0: Carrying a skateboard to the emo part.
2: I was going to yes. say, this is so, yeah. th- like, and, I, and like, I'm not meaning this as an insult because I do not think it's an insult to be called a girl, but that is such a girl thing to do.
1: I'm okay right. with that. It's empowering. I'm, 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 <laughs> I, 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 don't, I also don't necessarily, I don't disagree with it either. I yeah. like, genuinely are. I was sort of also, like, imitating what I was seeing or, like, what I saw other people were interested in. And obviously, because I just really wanted to, like, be like you know because I, I had like a very I had like a few friends like growing up but uh, all of us were just like very kind of nerdy sort of anime dweebs and when I was very desperate to like not be seen as fat but I wasn't really sure like <laughs> what I wanted to do um, I would just kind of copy other people and you know um, I spent a lot of time more time than I would have liked to learning about these bands but I just did not like very much.
2: Oh that's so sweet okay, and also so- fellas if you're listening mm. this is what an ally looks like <laughs> if you want to be if you want to be an ally you have to actually act like a girl. That's what you have That's to right. do. That's
1: right. You have to, you have to invest the type into it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Find a um, TreyU yeah. lyrics.
4: Yeah. yeah. Um
0: my my final question on this topic and this is really why I wanted to bring it up. Did you ever receive like positive feedback for posting the lyrics because i remember seeing them all the time but no one like i never felt happy to read them and i never saw <laughs> anybody be like nice sick it was a i don't know i only did it like one time i got really mad at a girl and i posted uh uh like two lines from uh m song stand before he flies <laughs> oh. off the bridge and even in like even in like what? sophomore year of high school people were like don't don't share that (laughs) somebody's (laughs) having a hard day
2: (laughs) i I occasionally got messages like particularly on myspace i occasionally got messages from men saying like oh my god how have you heard of such and such but that was like it was sort of one of those like insults disguised as a compliment that you're pretty that you are pretty used to getting as a young <laughs> woman <laughs> because like yeah. the like the implication being like or how you specifically and because i was young instead of being like fuck you man i was just like no you're right i am not like other girls <laughs> um yeah so again, and, like i cannot stress enough like probably uh too old to be behaving in that kind of in that kind of manner but like it was all new this was like a new digital environment mm, it was like having mm. a second teenage years the early years of feedback, facebook and my yeah. space
1: <laughs> i got feedback once and it was both like one of the best at the time it was like basically the best moment of my life but looking back on it i don't talk about it for one particular reason and i and you will find this out uh in in a moment um so uh <laughs> Obviously, this all begins with a girl that I kind of like or like I sort of fancy and uh, desperate for her attention. So one of the things that I employ is uh, the use of posting lyrics onto uh, uh, posting email lyrics onto my MSN page and later my MySpace page. Um, somehow it works. So um, after a while of talking, she's just like, hey, I'm going to this gig in Camden. Uh, uh, would you like to come? And obviously this is like one of the biggest moments of my life. I'm so excited and so much so, but I forget that like um, I have like, you know, parents who would rather like not me, like not, you know basically wasn't really allowed to sort of like go out especially on my own and especially to london i live yeah. like just outside and obviously it's kind of considered to be a little bit dangerous so it was mm. the first and only time but i've ever snuck out of my house to go to a gig um and do you want to guess the band that i went to go and see
2: Ah, uh, can Let's you
1: make it a good guess can
2: you give it a can you give us a clue
1: uh, they were one of the biggest British emo bands in uh, in the country uh, and one of the ones that were able to last up until the lead singer did something uh, that oh, basically... Oh, yeah, I know
2: the answer. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, I, 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 Alex, I don't know whether this band ever sort of like became big enough in the US to sort of warrant, but oh my fucking God. But um, it was uh, this band called Lost Profits. Uh, oh! And... Yeah, and the lead singer turned out not only to be a pedophile, but to be a really fucking gross pedophile. Like,
0: a tale you know, as
1: old as time. Mm. That's right. I mean, now, now was the like, one
0: who fucks a baby. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't, I think he wanted to. I don't, I, I again, I don't want to go into the specifics uh, because yeah, this is yeah, great. No, I, I, I know this.
0: Okay, so my, uh, my former co host Jeremy used to talk about this all the time. He thought it was the funniest thing to just go online and talk about how you would commit a terrible crime, <laughs> but then not do it. <laughs> Right. Just so everyone thinks very low of you. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: I didn't do it. So maybe didn't I'm a, do it. maybe I'm a good guy after all, because I could have done it, but I didn't. Hey.
0: Huge props for not doing <laughs> huge it Huge props honestly. for not doing that.
2: That's, oh that's very funny. Like your one like your one bit of bad behavior yeah. was, well, was like was to i to mean- do that
0: the woke mob i mean
1: bear bear in mind during this time like obviously we don't we obviously we don't know like you know so it was kind of we went to a gig and the gig was sort of fun although that being said it was like the first gig i sort of went to having sort of like wanted to kind of go to one for ages and being like oh yeah i'd love to sort of be in a mosh pit and all those things and then realizing when i get there that actually this kind of sucks Um, And like, I feel very claustrophobic and it's a bit too hot in here and the music's too loud. And that's when I realized I wasn't really like a gigs person in that way.
4: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: But what was worse uh, was that the girl uh, that I went with, I assumed that it was just going to be me and her. It happened to be me, her, and like four of her friends. Um, mm. And um, obviously, I had no swag, so I wasn't really sure like what to uh, what to do. Um, conclusion: uh, She got off with like someone else, uh. I don't know, at that gig, and I did have to go home with like this other guy, um, who uh, was not particularly. I mean, he was ju- he was fine. He was just like a bit miserable. Um, you so, didn't shine in a group setting the way you needed no, to. <laughs> no, he just kind of just like, but I don't know what, because he looked like much more, like he could afford all the sort of, and he was also the kind of guy, I think he was like a few years older than me. So he had got his ears pierced and everything, and he got like flesh tunnels. I don't know if you remember yeah, like yeah, when flesh tunnels were, Yeah, and he got like quite big ones. So he was really into it. And I think he looked at me and he was just like, You're a poser. You don't even listen to a Atrey. You don't, you, if, you you don't even have those.
2: flesh yeah, you, tunnels. you just got normal right. earring size. That's I'm googling right. flesh tunnels. Oh yeah, yeah they... Alex, you'll, you'll have seen these. You know when, like, when um, someone's got an earring and it's like a little kind of plug with a sort of sent with a kind of central hole, and that's like stretched out the ear piercing so that you can like put things through the central hole.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I've always seen these called gauges, but yeah, they're, yeah they're so flesh tunnels right. is back. a
2: more accurate yeah. and disgusting it's, term it's for a more it. disgusting so. way of Putting it, I actually. Yeah. Rem- it, it, Okay, so before we started recording, Alex told us uh the headline of what sounded like an extremely fun story. Um so I would just like to just like I just suddenly remembered uh an MSN Messenger beef that I got into, which I think is I think counts as a posting beef because you because you use the MSN, you used your like screen name to do a little post and then there was a kind of messaging facility. So it was really a kind of proto Twitter, right? Um mm-hmm. and on the day that Milosevic died, I thought it would be fairly uncontroversial to change my MSN screen name to uh to Rot in Hell Milosevic. Um <laughs> and- Right. <laughs> I don't, I Get thought, his ass. Like, I wanted to make it clear to anyone who I was talking to on MSN Messenger uh that I really um that I really disapproved of uh of of Milosevic, which I think is fair. To me this did not feel like a controversial position but also because it was MSN Messenger I had like like kind of squiggly lines or like kind of stars either side of it like, <laughs> because that's how you do a, a screen a screen name on on MSN Messenger. And mm-hmm. then I got this message from this girl that was on my like messenger list, obviously a girl I'd been to school with, who I didn't know very well. Um, and it turned out that she was like this like gigantic Serb war crime apologist. Brand new information oh, no. oh, to me. Oh my god! Brand new information to me. Um, <laughs> and she start- and she sent me this really really long like no like paragraph message about like (laughs) about like oh well you don't know what the bosnian muslims did and i was just like i really thought this would be an uncontroversial statement and we barely knew each other and now i feel like we're in this kind of blood feud um and uh, yeah, so that was the that was that was my. MSN well, you have messenger to consider it, that was
0: probably a really hard day for her on account of. <laughs> pretty, the time.
2: Really pretty rough, <laughs> and it was just like the final, like a yeah, final kind of kick in the, kick in the teeth to to mm. see it with the with the uh, squiggly line, star, smiley face, uh, yeah. then like a kind of then uh, the little kind of that little symbol, like that little kind of greater than symbol with a three, so it looks like a heart. You know, that was that was the day of all days to
0: do based Bosnian Today
2: posting day of all days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm conscious that like we're sort of running close to time. And uh, I did. I would. Uh, Alex, you did tell us the story before we got off. We well, told us like the headline of the story, uh, which I'd love to sort of hear about. And I think would be a good way to close this about. Uh, so you had mentioned that uh, you were about to sort of get a job at the NFL. Um, yes. And uh you couldn't because of your post. So like what stopped you from becoming the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers?
0: First of all, I want to congratulate myself for derailing this conversation for twenty-five <laughs> full minutes to get here. But um <laughs> uh, I have shared this story a lot. If you've followed me here from other podcasts, get ready. We're doing it again. But uh <laughs> around 2014, I was um two or so years in the stand-up and I really needed like a day job to just go to until like 4 p.m. So I could go do my open mics and stuff and work on my little skits all day. And uh, (laughs) I was having a hard time doing that because I had no skills. And so I was fired left and right from several positions for um, pretty much the entirety of 2013. Uh, Multiple dog walking positions. Uh, I worked as a mover for a month until all of the other movers complained to the manager that I talked too much in the truck. Um, and i just had to get on the other side to something more stable and so i reached out using family positions to uh, uh I, my great uncle is a lawyer at like the top echelons of the nfl corporate board or whatever <laughs> and he was gonna get me a job just scanning documents like just <laughs> The little the little clerk boy in the back room until be, four PM.
1: You, yeah, you'd be the Tom Brady of in with Tom Brady of that small office.
0: Yep, I see an opening and I get it done. And so <laughs> that was my aspiration. And I applied and I was very aware that like, oh, nepotism, so I'll just get this one. That's great. That's what I've been looking for this whole time. Um <laughs> And so I sent in my paperwork. It was very much like, yes, I know how to use Microsoft Excel or whatever. Please let me scan documents for you. Um, And I didn't hear back from them for like months, like, (laughs) like two to three months in a way where I was like, from everything that I understand about shady backdoor deals and getting jobs, Tammany Hall style, I'm just supposed to be working there already and I'm running out of money. So what gives? And I finally, I received a phone call from a guy and he's like this is about your nfl position i'd like you to meet me in midtown and so uh it was very strange that i was getting a phone call first of all and uh that i had to commute to do i don't know to just tell them that i could you know do basic uh stuff like it didn't sound like a normal interview so i showed up there and i met with this like tall kind of uh, imposing looking older gentleman in a suit and we met at just a restaurant at like uh, noon in the middle of New York. And he sat me down, and we were like getting lunch. And he had all of my tweets printed out.
1: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh my god! god. A, oh, that's horrible. No, like a oh trapper my god. keeper. Um, and how many
0: pages? So,
1: how many pages of tweets were on the desk? Like, was it like in it seemed a box? Like he had or... All of them. It seemed like he had okay. them all.
0: I don't know if he just flagged the ones. And the thing is, too, um, I didn't have very many followers back then. And so I really was just feeling myself. I was just shooting from the hip every every minute of the day and post uh, ob- obscene, offensive bullshit. Again, similar to my 2006 posting. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at posting. Um, and so he he was, like, going through all of the ones that they had flagged for the National Football League security <laughs> team as potential, like, threats to the organization, and so uh, he would, like, read them back to me, and I remember just sitting there, and I'm in, like, a polo, and this man's in, like, a full suit, and he's like, explain to me what you meant by this. You wrote, as hard as it is following my dream of being a stand-up comedian, it would be even harder following my other dream of being a thick bitch. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> What? <laughs>
1: Oh,
0: horrible! oh my God. And this is like a 65 year old man who's like hurt people before. And I had to just be like, I, I, uh, that, I, I was kidding. And then there were other ones that, <laughs> that like didn't make sense. And I'd be like, well, it's not supposed to, I'm not good at this. I'm not good oh at Twitter. <laughs> and it turned out he had, uh, he had taken a train from Cape Cod that morning because he did not actually live in New York. So they paid him, like, hundreds of dollars to go, like, root out any possible terrorist connections I had. And uh, needless to say, I did not get the job. But, um... Oh, my God. Yeah, I think there was some internal office power plays happening there. Yeah, <laughs> that's why that's, you have to lock
2: your account. That's, that's That can that's, happen that's to what, you. That's what that sounds like. I mean, like, I, I take umbrage with the idea that... uh. Wanting to be a thick bitch implies any kind of terrorist sympathy. Mm. I think it's fine I think to, want it to be a, a real thick
0: culture bitch. intrusion, is the thing. <laughs> is
2: in the 60s,
0: you couldn't be a thick bitch yep. and yep. have a job. It wasn't allowed.
2: No, March of Progress. March of Progress. <laughs> That's
0: I mean, I, I don't know.
1: I'm just, I'm, now I'm just imagining sort of like going into any situation and then being confronted with like a box of your like printed posts and, like, a very tall, like, a very tall, like, football player, or, like, I'm know, i imagining him as a football player, like, in a suit, just being like, okay, well, we're going to go through these one by one. What exactly oh. did you mean? Uh, oh, I <laughs> didn't mention
0: that he did explain his background. He was a retired FBI agent.
1: Oh my God, that's how that's worse. Than
0: <laughs> that's what world. I'm saying. It's like, this was a very scary yeah. ordeal for me. <laughs>
1: so the truth is, uh, yeah, the police, the FBI are reading your posts. Uh, and you are yeah, reading and, your
2: posts. And, and we and the, were right the whole the, time. And the NFL are reading your posts, apparently.
0: <laughs> the thing is, too, he wasn't like mad about it. It just really it like, there yeah. was a sad look in his eyes. And like, as we were winding down, it was pretty obvious I was going to get this job. He was kind of like, yeah. look, just give up. Comedy. <laughs> move back. I can get you a job at a pizza parlor <laughs> if you move to Massachusetts. <laughs> you just really like felt bad and I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. There's also Plus, something about yeah. seeing seeing your posts leave the computer to the physical realm is a deep mm. um sin to witness. It's wrong. Yeah, they don't belong, they don't belong there. Um yeah, I was
1: also I was also gonna say that maybe this was like your Rudy moment. I don't know whether you've both have seen Rudy. I'm sure like Alex, you must have seen Rudy. It's like kind of like the American football film that sort of everyone sort of tells you to watch.
0: I have not personally seen it, but I do understand the beats of Rudy and that we all chant Rudy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we're chanting Alex because like the whole point of Rudy is that like, you know, a guy who like is just being told by everyone, oh, you're not going to be like a football player. You're not going to sort of make the NFL and so on. And it's because of his hard work, determination and belief in the Lord. Uh, he uh, makes it to become like a sort of like mid-division player at like some college team. And this was very, this sounds like very much your moment. You had like an FBI agent tell you, Alex, quit comedy, you know, go work in a pizza parlor, uh, have faith in the Lord, and you can get a lovely house in Massachusetts. You were like, no, I want to be, I want to be a comedian in New York City and still post. I'm going to be on
0: 10,000 posts one day. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs>
2: I want to be. I want to be a thick bitch on a podcast. Is what I want.
0: And here I am. Dream the come true. Seed. It's 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 the bonus special content. It's even yeah. better than that. Of course. That's right.
1: That's right. That's right. Um. No, I mean I'm very glad that you're here with us. I'm very glad that like you didn't get the NFL job. Um and Me too, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and that and that you get to join us uh on on this very uh I presumably cold day for both of us, uh talking about your life in post. Um, and we could like talk about our posting history all day uh, and certainly all the sort of embarrassing and slightly criminal things some of us may have done. Uh, no uh, no specifics there. But um, on that note, we probably do need to wrap up. So Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if people want to listen to uh, your other podcasts and other stuff you're doing, how can they do that?
0: Hussein, first of all, thank you so much for having me. This is a very exciting day in the Alex sphere as we have officially made a link tree. That's right. Oh. You can see all four of the podcasts I have up on my link tree. You go to alexpatak.com. That's A-L-E-X-P-T-A-K.com. It redirects to the link tree. I own alexpatak.com. I also own pizzagate2.com. That doesn't redirect to anything right now, I don't think.
1: But it will. But it, it will. will. And it all like starts with like uh, Elon Musk's Diet Coke. So once we figure out what the Diet Coke's mean, then we can uh, restart Pizzagate 2.
0: Yeah, that's where the, the the URL is going to redirect. And uh, <laughs> if I had to plug one thing, I will plug my new podcast, Quora Raiders, which is a podcast where me and my good friend Jeremy Kaplowitz go on Quora.com and explore life's questions.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, it's the new hot show. You simply have to see it to believe it. Go check yeah. that out, Quora Raiders. It is very much like our shit as well. So I think yeah. we have like listeners,
1: listeners would sort of be down for that. Um, yeah right, listen, listen to that listen to that and also listen to Eric, all of the stuff alex does because it's all really good um phoebe do you want to plug anything before we close out yeah nah, you know, yeah you know you know all the stuff we yeah. don't we don't have link trees yet we will uh do stay in to do, do, do uh keep uh, up with that yeah um we are going to you fucking, uh, introduce you some more
2: watch out we're gonna have a link tree we're gonna have a link tree so- and then what? it's over for you hoes
1: we're gonna have we're gonna have so many links, so uh, many for quite obvious reasons. So like, do stay tuned for that. But what I will say is, this show is produced by Devin You can follow them at Devon underscore on Earth. Also, listen to Kill James Bond if you don't already. Um, on that note, we're gonna close out. So uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.
0: Keep posted. <laughs>